Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. I would say happy Labor Day to you, but I'm actually recording this after midnight, so it's not Labor Day anymore. But happy Labor Day anyway, my friends. And obviously, I, t- I was a little, I was off a little while. I had a relative that was uh, in the hospital. That relative was in the hospital for about a week. That relative is now home and doing much, much better. Thank you for the kind words. Much appreciated. It's really great that when people listen to you, they treat you, uh, they, you, get the, you get the feeling that sometimes you're just a, a voice that they listen to in, in your car or on their phone. And I know, obviously, I'm more than that to you. Um, thank you for caring. I really, really appreciate it. Now, that being said, on to what I wanted to talk to you about this time, my friends. Everyone, a lot of people that I know get nicknames. I've had nicknames. I've had several nicknames over the years. My friends tend to give me nicknames based on something that happened to me. You know, and that's usually how you get a nickname. You know, if you're a fat guy, you get big boy. Somebody will call you big boy. If you're a tall guy, people call you stretch. If something weird happened, you have a weird habit. They'll call you by that weird habit. That happens. That's normal. That's natural. But I've had many, 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 many nicknames over the years. And normally I don't care. Normally it's not really that big of a deal when I get a nickname, but sometimes I get a nickname and I really don't want that specific nickname. And that's happened to me a couple of times. And I will explain to you how I got one of those nicknames. It was a girl I was dating for a while. We were in a relationship. We were going together for a while. And obviously she was my significant other. I was her significant other. We had been together for a while. So obviously we are now an intimate couple. We're getting it on. She's taking me to Milkville. I'm giving her the good deep business, if you understand what I'm saying, right? We're a couple. We're having a great time. And everybody knows women talk about stuff with their girlfriends. And, you know, once you get to a certain age, you realize that's going to happen and you start really worrying about it. I definitely don't worry about it because let's be honest, <laughs> I miss Anthony. I get good reports. <laughs> that's right. Deal with it. Don't hate. Right? So one day I come to her house i'm coming over you know i had the key and i was going to surprise it with some food and it was okay for me to show up she was not the cheating type of person she was not a bad person and all so she didn't she did she trusted me no big deal and sometimes i would go over there you know and i would drop off the flowers your eyes are the cosmos and the world and stars are as one with the world and the cosmos and beauty the world and the cosmos and stars and only the stars and the cosmos and the world in your eyes all of that crap right i meant that crap but i'm not going to say the crap that i said because i might have to reuse some of that crap <laughs> I'm going to cut that part out. <clears throat> Moving on. You know, when sometimes I'd go over there and she'd do the same thing for me. I'd go over there and I'd cook for her. And sometimes she'd come over and she'd cook for me. And sometimes she'd come in there and clean up the place and then leave me a note. Your thing, your dad, and your eyes are the cosmos and the stars and the stuff down there. Wow. And all that stuff and the greatest stuff. And you're the best and incredible and all. And I love that crap, right? So I show up. At her place, and I got a nice dinner. I bought it from a place that she liked to get stuff from. What was going to surprise her? She was going to get the wonderful evening with the great dinner that I just purchased. And of course, a whole evening of giving her the good deep business. (laughs) You're damn right. 
So I hear her on the phone talking. And I hear laughing and joking with one of her friends. Fantastic. And then I hear my name. But like I said, I'm getting good reports. I'm not worried about it. I think she's going to say something like, no, he's a great guy. When I get finished with you, I'm going to call him. I'm thinking it's about that. And no, it's not about that. It's about you know what. And I'm going, you're damn right. <laughs> and she's talking about stuff. Ooh, and she gets into some, and then she starts going a little bit in too much detail. And even though I have nothing, I'm cool with what she's saying because it's complimentary still. Even though it's complimentary, I don't necessarily need everybody knowing all of that stuff. Even though I'm about to tell a whole bunch of people about that stuff right now on this podcast. <laughs> don't judge me. Shut up and listen. Moving on back to me. So this is what happened. We were wonderful people. We'd enjoyed each other's company. We had really good chemistry. I knew instinctively what she wanted and she knew instinctively what I wanted. So we moved like a well-oiled machine. And in fact, on many occasions, we actually were well-oiled. And sometimes we use machines. (laughs) Don't judge me. Shut up and continue to listen. So one time she wants to try a little something new. And I'm all for something new. I don't mind at all. I know that even if it's something I don't want to do, even if it's something stupid, it doesn't really matter because 90% of the time, I'm going to be giving her the good deep business after whatever it is. You want me to wear some stupid underwear and dance around? Not a problem. You want me to watch you wear some stupid crap and dance around? I don't care because it's going to end in me giving you the deep, good deep business and it's going to end in you taking me to Milkville. Doesn't matter. I don't care. And as it turns out, the thing that she wanted was not much different than what I was already doing, right? She was one of those ladies who, I'm not going to say what happened, but it rhymes with whipped whipped cream and chocolate pudding off the butt cheeks. I mean, that wasn't the rhyme, that was the actual thing. (laughs) Don't judge me, shut up. But she never told anybody about that, mainly because I was the one who initiated it. I mean, no, I didn't. That didn't happen. (laughs) I'm going to cut that part out. F y'all back to me. But now all of a sudden she decides she wants to do a little something. She goes, it's kind of like what you already do, but it's a little bit different. Something I've always wanted to do. And, you know, we're together and we're together for a while now. I should, I don't know why I'm even being embarrassed about this, but I feel that, I don't know why I didn't feel comfortable, but, you know, I've never done this with anybody before because I always wanted to, but I didn't feel any comfortable to do it with anybody. But now that I feel comfortable with you, I want to do it. And she told me what it was. And I thought she was kidding. She goes to take a shower. I had already taken my shower, right? I'm ready to give her the good deep business. She goes to take her shower and she comes back out. And I'm like, yes. She lays down and I'm like, damn, yeah. Ah." Right. And then she has a bag in her hand. I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is. It's not shaped like nothing. So, right. And it's too small for the thing. Okay. Opens it up and it's avocado dip. And I'm going, we're going to have, we're going to do this and then have some chips afterwards or whatever. She goes, no. And she begins to take it in her hand and she rubs it into her armpit. And then she takes her other hand and rubs it into the other armpit. And then she lays back with her hands behind her head and she says, it's snack time for you, big man. Snack time for you. And I'm thinking, Okay, because it's really, I mean, how is that? I mean, that's really not that big of a deal. I mean, when we think about what I did off the side of your butt cheeks, I mean, this is really not that big of a deal, right? A little strange. Just kidding. Not even close to strange, right? 
but she didn't tell anything about the things I did to her buttocks cheeks. She didn't say anything about the other stuff that we did. So she's definitely not going to say anything about this. So of course, if you understand what I'm saying, if you understand what I'm saying, you dig what I'm saying? And then I gave her the good deep business. So I'm not really thinking anything of it. I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm thinking nothing of it. Right now, we're going to go back in time like a Tarantino movie to when I was listening at the door and she's talking to a friend and she's now giving details about when I was in there the night before on them armpits with that avocado stuff, which I was I was not embarrassed by, by it, but I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. This is her girlfriend. She tells her girlfriend all sorts of other crap. Right. And her girlfriend never looks to be funny. She even still kisses me on the mouth, even if she knows what I did to her girlfriend's the side of a girlfriend's butt cheeks <laughs> i mean no i didn't <laughs> don't judge me f y'all back to the story right so no problem no problem fast forward to another gathering of friends i go over to the house they're all waiting for me when's he coming when's he coming let's get we want to eat we want to watch the movie when's he coming i walk in hey and I walk in, hey, and everybody's laughing. I'm thinking they're laughing because they love me and I'm a funny guy and everything's great. But I notice they're not laughing with me. They're laughing at me. Even she didn't know why they were laughing at me. Until one of, our, one of their friends sits down. And he puts a little bowl on the table. Hey, guys, along with the pizza, I brought a little something else. And I go, okay. And it's a bowl of avocado dip. Didn't think anything of it. Didn't think anything of it. I'm about to grab a chip. And the guy grabs the bowl and moves it away. And I go, what's wrong? He goes, I thought you like to eat it from someplace else. Get, 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 get. And they all start laughing. And she puts her head in her hands. And she looks over at her best friend. And her best friend puts her hands up like, because <laughs> now she knows she's been busted. And now all of a sudden, they're all calling me armpit boy arm pit boy right and there's a part of me wondering i'm sitting there going well at least they didn't call me ass cheek face so maybe she didn't tell him about that but the, the, the armpit boy i don't want to be you no know, damn armpit boy that don't even sound like a cool nickname you know I mean, how come they didn't call me good deep business? How come she, if she knows I like to call sex, giving her the good deep business, how come she didn't tell him that? I would have loved it if I walked into the room and everybody was high five me. Hey, what's going on? Good deep business. Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling me good deep business. Yo, good deep business. Let me get one of them sodas. Not a problem. Hey, good deep business. You the man. Hey, it is what it is. You know, I just do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Because good deep business would be the kind of nickname that a man should have. That a man wants good deep business sounds like a man that foot's in that good deep business you can't even say armpit boy and sound tough right i mean they, they are good deep business is something that they, i use it when regarding passionate sex with somebody you love but you you can even use that in different contexts if you want to come in a kung fu movie or one of those action films right it's the climactic scene you're about to save everybody and to stop you from getting to a to the time bomb a bunch of dudes jump out of the floor with swords and all you got to defend yourself is a pack of gum and they're looking at you like ha 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 we got them and you look at them and you go all i need to do is chew this gum but you don't have a weapon buddy i don't need a weapon 
because I'm about to give you six ninjas to good deep business. Now that's it. The last even sounds like a good name for an action film. Yo, S. Anthony Thomas in good deep business number two. Yeah, that's real. That's, that's why I called it good deep business because it's good business and it's deep. Can't do none of that with the armpit boy. Would you go to a movie called Armpit Boy? I wouldn't go to that crap. Showing up. Armpit Boy sounds like the superhero idea that didn't even make it into the damn movie, man. Armpit Boy sounds like somebody that couldn't even go to an Avengers movie. You can't have a damn movie called Armpit Boy. Standing there and a bunch of ninjas jump up out the floor to kick your ass. And you sit there going, oh yeah, I'm going to dig some avocado dip out my armpit and, and you see you don't even get to finish the sentence because they just chop your damn head off because you's a punk armpit boy oh that nickname stuck with me even after the girl and i broke up amicably by the way the girl and i broke up and we went our separate ways we're still cool by the way i mean we're, we're not contact each other all the time cool but we're if i happen to be in that in the, that side of the country and we happen to run into each other hey hey right and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me. And I know in the back of her head, she's going, I remember you up in these pits, buddy. I'm wearing a tank top right now. I bet you can't wait to get up in. There. And the whole time I'm going, no, to be honest with you, I was thinking more about your ass than your armpits. But, you know, whatever it leads to good, deep business, that's what I'm thinking when I would, would see her. And she would be thinking, I really would like him to get into these pits and get some. I got some new foods he could eat out of there and some new stuff to eat off my, the side of my butt cheeks. But <laughs> that's what I imagine she's thinking. <laughs> F y'all back to me. But I can't stand those nicknames. When I was a kid, I had weird nicknames, right? Armpit Boy was the one I hated the most. You know, I had other ones when I moved to California. I didn't have that much money. Now, I actually had some money, but I refused to spend it because when I went out there, I didn't expect to stay. I literally went out there just to audition for a television program. And when I got there, I thought, Haha, I'm not leaving this area. So I had money. But I promised myself, said, look, man, you're not on your side of the country anymore. You can't just pick up a phone. You're not going to get phone calls every day from bookers trying to book you someplace or you can't pick up the phone and call a booker and go look how far in advance are you i'm only three months in advance look man that was my dryer by the way look man i should have recorded that and made a sound effect out of it, but that was my dryer saying my my clothes are dry just in case you were wondering i'm not editing it i'm not going to edit that out because i keep it real <laughs> But I, I didn't have any money. And so on this side, on when I moved to the West Coast, I didn't really know that many people at the time. I know people now, but I don't know any people at the time. So I had money and I was like, I can't just do shows here because nobody knows me. They know me back east, but they don't know me out here. So I had some money and, and I I made it a point. Don't touch the money. I don't care. Unless it's in dire emergency, you pretend like you have no money. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. And I was proud of myself, my, my young self, that I didn't touch the money, even when it got really, really bad. When it got really bad, it got to the point where I had so little money. Keep in mind, like I said, I had money in the bank, but I refused to touch it. I refused to touch it. So what I would do is I had a gas card for the gas station where you could buy gas and you could buy food from the gas station. Now, it was expensive, but it was edible. And there were times when I literally had no cash none zero there would be days when i literally did not have any cash on me 
at all. And I wasn't used to that, but I refused to touch the money. I was disciplined. So I would go into the gas station and I would buy gas and then I'd walk in and there and I'd buy a sandwich, a soda, chips. Right? I literally was having three meals a day for a couple of weeks at the gas station on the gas car because I knew I was going to get another job and I knew I'd be able to pay the damn thing off. So it wasn't a big deal, but it was tough. All of my food came out of a gas station. Everything I ate out of the gas station. And near the end, when I knew the check was coming and I didn't want to put any more money on the gas card, it was about a week. Actually, it turned out to be about 10 days. It was like, wow, 10 days away. Oh, and in the side of my room, I was collecting dimes and I had a boatload of coins, a boatload. And I had them all rolled up. Right. And I'm like, you know, F the gas card. I'm not using the gas card anymore. Damn it. You know, it's it's tough, man. But I, I just got to ride out these 10 days, man. I got to ride out these 10 days. And my first check from this job that's actually going to pay me some real money, you know, and then I can concentrate on my stand up because I don't, you know, I got to worry about this stuff. And I started to go to the gas station and the guy was expecting me to pull out coins. I mean, I pull out my car, but I gave him coins. That would be, see, it'll be $5 and 25 cents. I'd put up dimes and then I throw a quarter. He goes, oh, okay. I need to change anyway. This is good. And I kept coming back every day, depleting my, and it was mostly dimes. I don't know how that happened, but it was mostly dimes. And I kept coming in and I kept coming in and I kept coming in and I kept coming in. And five days into the 10 days, that was going to be the beginning of me getting my checks from the stupid sales jobs I got. All of a sudden I wasn't my name anymore. I was dime man. I'd walk into the store in the beginning and they'd call me by my name. Now, hey, Dime Man, hey, Diamond, hey, are you Dime Man? Uh, I mean, I, I've been, I've been using dimes, but I mean, I, I, are you Dime hey, Man? This is Dime Man, hey, are you Dime Man? Right? And then the guy that was normally working behind the cash register wasn't there for some reason. I think he was on vacation or something. I go in there and there's a new guy there, maybe his brother or something, because he looked kind of like him. I walk in and I'm thinking, oh, God, I got to break in this new guy because he may be one of those guys that, you know, I don't want. You know, sometimes you go into a store with a bunch of coins, right? Maybe you don't want to go to the back. You're like, I'm not going and standing in line at that stupid change machine or going in there and putting change in that machine. And I know I put $200 in and it says, you've deposited $179. I'm going, I meticulously counted these coins. It's $200. Well, we're going to have to count the coins and then we're going to have to get back to you and you get big, get big and all of that crap. But when you go to the store, if you know the people at the store, they'll trust you with what's in there. So I put the, the dimes up and I'm waiting for him to go, well, we don't like that. And he goes, oh, you're dime man. Hey, everybody. This is Dime Man. They all come running. Hey, Dime Man, Dime Man, you 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 Dime Man. Even after I got my check and I had my car all taken care of, I had a new car, I had the job, I was doing good. I still lived in the same place. I would go back in there. I hadn't given them dimes for months at this point. And I'm still, hey, Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. And every time people would go, they would thought, some people thought they were calling me Diamond. And I was okay with that. Hey, how come they keep calling you Diamond? I'm like, well, you know, they think I'm special. And then the guy goes, no, not Diamond, Dime Man. You see, he used to come in here all the time and he was broke. 
broke off his ass. He had no money. He was paying for his food with dimes. And I'm going, thank you very much for telling everyone about that. Who people that did not need to know that. So I've been armpit boy and I've been dime man. Ew. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been have you ever been stuck with a nickname that just absolutely sucked? Well, the good thing about it now is nobody calls me armpit boy anymore and nobody calls me dime man. Everybody calls me by my name now. At least they did until all of you hear this episode. <laughs> I already know what my direct messages and my email are going to look like for the next three months because you guys tend to not forget anything. I, I did that episode a while ago about the my uh, how I like to eat my hoagies and I'm not going to I'm not going to rehash that because I don't want three months of that crap. But uh, people people six months after that episode was out, people from other countries were teasing me. Hey, mate, that's not a sandwich, mate. I'm like, oh, God, I'm getting. I'm getting trash from dudes from the UK. You know, there's people from Australia trashing my sandwich. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? They're going, God oh, damn, man. And, and if, the, if the compliments were old, were really, really good compliments, I knew it was coming. Oh, you, hello. Hey, hey mate, you're, 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 you're good. You do a great show, mate. You were, and they would like to say really nice stuff. You're a comedy genius, mate. I listen to your show all the time. You're the greatest, the best, incredible, incredible. But that's a disgusting ass sandwich, you sick bastard. Using my catchphrases on me. Well, let me tell you something, you bastards. If any of you have the balls or the ovaries and you coming to my DMs or to my email referring to me as on pit boy or dime man, I'm going to have to beat you down. <laughs> I just realized that there's no way in the world I can beat this many people up. So anyway, what I meant was I... I'm cool with it. <laughs> I can't beat that many people up. <clears throat> Moving on. Well, folks, it's good to be back. Once again, thank you for all the kind words about my ill relative who is doing much, much better. Things should be okay with them soon. And uh, thank you for all the love you showed me, my friends. Um, make sure you follow, you subscribe to this podcast if you dig it. And if you're listening to me by this point, I hope you do. Uh, rate and review this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Like I said, spread the word. I'd really, really appreciate it. Uh, and also take a look, uh, look, take a listen to my other podcast. It's called the S. Anthony Thomas show. There's comedy on that podcast as well, but also I do interview with interviews and chats with comedians and people, people like that and authors and, um, you know, uh, political cartoonists and people of, of that ilk. So go check out that. That's, um, and both of my, both of the shows, this show, the S. Anthony Thomas show my other uh, podcast and this show S. Anthony says they're both on Spotify. So go uh, follow them there. And um, I would appreciate that too. You bastards much love to you. And I will see you again next time. Take care.